Welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We're back for another episode of Silo, Season 1, Number 6, The Relic, written by Eric Avellino, directed by Bert and Bertie. How very synchronized that is. I am on the fence about this episode on one hand i feel like there's somewhere a developing deepening plot going on because we have some connections back to a name i've been wanting to get back to the thread of pulling which is gloria but on the other hand i'm still once again stuck with a protagonist that does not act like a protagonist even though i suppose playing my own devil's advocate you know no one says that juliet is the protagonist (laughs) or that protagonists need to follow one type of i don't know behavioral model But on the other hand, I should not be this annoyed with the main character. (laughs) And there's not many other characters to grasp on to. Even the one I thought I liked or I did like a lot, she went ahead and left. So now I'm stuck with whatever Paul is and then Juliet and then the shifty Bernard And the always aggressively angry Sims. And it's, it's, uh, it's six episodes in and a bit grating. But somewhere in there, somewhere is, uh, is something to chew on. I just hope that it's a proper meal because we got four more episodes to go. And I don't think we're focusing in kind of the right directions it almost feels like we've hit a brick wall only to discover something that might be more interesting than what we was doing this entire time if that makes sense so before we jump into the recap and review wherever you listen to this podcast Podbean, stitcher apple podcast spotify wherever else good podcasts are found Go down to the rating section, drop some stars, leave a review. My social media will be there as well. Like, share, subscribe. And if you have thoughts and feelings and emotions or share my exact feelings and emotions, blackercouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below. And let's jump into it. We start with Juliet reminiscing on her intimate time with her deceased lover of like seven months and I know I know that when you lose someone that you love there is no amount of time that would would follow how long you should or would grieve them that's not my issue my issue is i don't feel connected to these two people even through the flashbacks there's no chemistry there for me so all of this when it's going on oh my god who the hell cares it felt as if it was akin to a man trying to get close to a porcupine like for some reason still think it's cute even though it keeps 
you know, stabbing you with its needles every time you try to pick it up. But in the present time, she and Paul are about to search Trumbull's home. They can't get in. They need a different set of keys. But she just decides to use a crowbar. And apparently that was something worth uh, worth noting in the gossip section because it's known very quickly. And this is the thing that bothers me the most about Juliet. She's not paying the fucking attention. I mean, they make comments like that. Wouldn't you be like, how did they know who's reporting to? Could someone be watching me that I'm not aware of? She's just la 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 around here and i can't she makes sure though paul is the one that finds her planted evidence linking back to the only thing she actually cares about which is george and it feels very disrespectful to marns as well as the other person ruth who i grown to care about and those people are gone and now i'm stuck with you guys and y'all don't even care about finding the truth behind their death at least you don't they discussed his relics back in that flashback she doesn't think they are worth risking his life for as in the case of breaking the rules to steal the tape from it which is apparently the most biggest of deals because they brought it up 14 times as she didn't do it for any selfish reasons but for the greater good of the silo and i need that can-do attitude to be brought to your current position as sheriff and then you have george who asks if they aren't the relics worth our lives then why do we have to pay for them to have them which is a question to be asking like what about me having this makes it a crime you must know something about it if you consider it dangerous or illegal things that are illegal or things that are bad for you or could lead to a negative outcome so why is it that these things lead to a negative outcome it's not even that you're telling me these things are wrong you're not even telling me why this is when he gives her the watch that she said oh it doesn't work and i couldn't contain my sigh you guys suck so the relic was the pez dispenser and i'm guessing all she was trying to do was connect uh the guy tumblr is that his name (laughs) um to to reopen george's case But I feel as if there's nothing to indicate George's murder, even though, yeah, he probably was snuffed out. But it feels as if you're looking for some type of evidence that's yet to manifest itself. Paul tells her that keeping a relic past the 12 hour window is a serious crime with Jules casually just brushing off all those crimes that she's committing as the sheriff. Like, you don't even understand the, the, um, the way in which your actions are portraying you as a person. You're supposed to be trustworthy, which is something Paul brings up to her. As sheriff, you are supposed to maintain a certain standard of morality 
for all of the people you're supposed to have their best interest in heart and they all look at you for that and here you are just willy-nilly breaking the pack laws without realizing how that affects the um truly the whole department the um what's the word i'm looking for integrity he tells her because she tried to get that half argument because she only reads the pact as far as it gets to what she needs he reminds her she needs judge meadows approval to open the investigation on the relic he admits he won a pen for memorizing the pact four times and thinks that it's an accomplishment okay paul i don't know what i was expecting when i saw paul but now i know why they want paul to be sheriff they they're trying to put nothing but pawns in places of power because he definitely looks like the average trump supporter you know he he looks like every stereotypical square laced thanks his wife for being with him like he doesn't deserve to even exist i mean he's got a lot of inferiority coming off of him on top of being uh pretty much the one that's in the house (laughs) i know i'm being so cruelly stereotypical right now which is the point uh because it's further further emphasized with his very uh caucasian wife and i do appreciate the subversion by making that a truly loving couple but yeah they're they're certainly i think making some some cultural type of uh inferences here about why paul would be the guy that they would put in charge you know he he appeals to a lot of political uh check marks if you will and he knows the pact very 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 well and takes pride in that but that could be a weapon because there's there's the cult of the pact but then there's using the law to your advantage it's always how it is when it comes to any type of law but there is a certain i would say religion around it the way in which people have to memorize it that's indoctrination they go to see judge meadows but she doesn't seem to be feeling well and i'm wondering what's wrong with her and she needs to have someone testing her food before she eats it to make sure there's no arsenic because you know death seems to be catching sim speaks for her quite a bit welcoming paul like an old chummy friend and pointing out that this item can't possibly belong to trumbull oh it's trumbull not tumblr i knew it wasn't tumblr but that's why i was laughing so hard but for some reason (laughs) i felt right at the moment when i said it 
But you also didn't know your good friend was a murderer. So I don't know how you was going to even make that rather adamant argument stick. So if you're trying to set the man up for a crime, you don't also need to be trying to be Superman for his memory. Go ahead and let him be dragged through the filth like you intended. Don't know. Don't don't start to feel bad. That, you know. There's shenanigans going on that you didn't shenanigan. <laughs> and you wouldn't even know for a fact that she's bullshitting the way you know she's bullshitting if you wasn't the one that killed the motherfucker. So I feel like you need to hold your cards closer to your chest, bruh. He does allow for the relics investigation, calling it a smart play. That's what he should have done to begin with. He didn't even need to go with all this aggressively angry. That's what he comes off as the aggressively angry black man in a leather black outfit. But gives her the condition that Paul has to go with her, stick to her like glue all day. And was there a point of Judge Meadows even being there? Because she didn't seem to do anything but nod her head like they had her in a chokehold. What was the scoff at? his son knowing the pack better than Julia is she like oh yeah because it didn't look like she was saying yeah you do suck which is ridiculous because the sheriff should always at least know the damn pact but it felt as if she was scoffing at Sims and considering as I said it looked like he was her pimp in that situation I'm wondering is she really in control or does she just got the title? Jules notices something I guess is important about Paul's hand until later on is explain what she figured out before once again trying to get rid of him. He tells her how stupid she is for thinking she isn't going to be watched as unpopular as she is. She needs to understand that there are others out there being far more nefarious than she is but only slightly (laughs) um about getting rid of her despite agreeing with her she should be watching for the knife to her throat she really should all those people keep on giving her uh oh yeah that's a smart play but they're saying it with such hatred I think you need to read between those lines. (laughs) It's our belief that you're such a stupid motherfucker. You'll fall for this bullshit. She goes to see Patrick who reads her perfectly. Absolutely perfectly. (laughs) You are someone with a badge doing things for personal reasons. And that is someone who gets other people hurt. And considering it ruined my family... I'm kind of tired of the bullshit. And she's like, well, I saved your life. What, you saved my life just so you can, what, blackmail me? Then you're going to tell me that you're going to put me in cuffs? That's called intimidation. (laughs) All over there, lapping up the tea, though. He he intends, at least I feel at some point, he should intend to serve to Sims because... A, he looks like a bitch and B, he's being treated like one by Jules. And I don't appreciate it on his behalf, even if that is what he's supposed to be. At least what I think judicial thinks he is. 
but surprisingly he's a man of loyalty he is a person that understood holston and marnes and how they work together and he's someone who understands that working with a partner means there needs to be some type of trust and confidence between them so i think that if i can figure that out with my initial prejudices <laughs> upon first meeting paul you should be able to make those deductions yourself and that's upon learning he kept your secret a secret so big that once it's known you won't have nothing else on the table sims looks into the database and finds that the toy is uh actually registered to george there was a lot of various hazard to hazard mat freaking items up in there i'm like why why a hazard <laughs> and that safe looked a little small if i'm being honest but i guess there wouldn't be a whole lot of things when i say safe i mean like i'm thinking of one of those safes you walk into in a bank so I suppose I have just a very stereotypical view of a bank because <laughs> there's nothing to say that that doesn't perfectly suffice. I've talked my, myself all the way around my own criticism. They keep the relics to allow ignorance and limit curiosity. And I think that is something that is a limitation of freedom which makes this whole entire silo operation feel less and less like a democratic system and more like a stalin republic we get more george and his dreamer persona intermingled with jules and her conviction and what she does in mechanical as her purpose in life and it's important and how it allows dreamers to dream and it's kind of true the analogy there's always those with less responsibility permitted the luxury to mull on less immediate concerns like how i'm going to eat today though she takes the time to fix his watch here's the thing not one but several people have pointed out that the watch ties her to George. Dead giveaway. Dead Charles, giveaway. Charles, thank you very Dead much. Dead giveaway. So why the fuck would you continue to flaunt it? Why can't you just put it somewhere in your pocket? It's been seven months and it seems as if it's your tell. I mean, that would seem natural. That She's acting like they was married and I guess she felt they were. Maybe I didn't ever get the inclination from their interactions that they were more booed up than they were. Like they were, they felt in the stages of infatuation, but not together for long, just based on their banter. That was my impression. Patrick gave them the name Regina Jackson. They show up at her crib. She got cats and her place looks as if, uh, you know she and gloria are close friends which that that that's connection for a reason she of course too recognizes the watch on her wrist as it belonged to her boyfriend 
the thing if he screwed over your life and then left and went to mechanical and you ain't seen him since didn't even know he was dead he ain't your boyfriend he he's your ex-boyfriend that's how that sentence should have came out he still don't belong to you you still don't belong to him you're not even sanctioned he doesn't do sanction so why are you claiming this man jules tries to pretend that she just worked with george but regina's face says it all like heffa who are you fooling i was wearing that watch before you were george had her buying relics for him and the ones she had were indeed for him which he took for himself using her familial ties or her large family as justification of buying them gifts in such large quality quantities even though they were legal relics he isolated her from her family after judicial questioned them about george's actions and now she's left with nothing but her cats and a mild sense of paranoia and bitterness sims himself finds uh already discussed that that he found the connection to the illegal relic back to george Regina makes it clear that whatever Jules thinks she knows about George, she doesn't. He was in pursuit of the bigger questions, the illegal kind. And once she was done being used, he sought mechanical and likely her to forward whatever the hell it is that he was trying to accomplish. I mean, we did find out that she found him a place to stay because that place where they go, he wouldn't have known it if uh she hadn't shown him so yeah he probably did he probably did use her for her own particular her own particular uh skill set she seems to be very good at uh fixing things and she's connected to someone who would be able to look into things for him yeah that's exactly what he probably got into a relationship with her i know it's probably going to be all romantically tied up with that's how i did start our relationship but that's not how i felt in the end uh paul ends the interview after regina asks i got a question for you when george said he loved you did you believe him because he's like yeah i'm way over this conflict of interest being public the way the which you two are talking and now i learned what i learned at the end so wouldn't they be able to listen into this conversation or is it just video and not audio you can hear sims before you see him because he's always barking orders at people leave us the room bernard sitting down like standing is that damn hard i know you old but you ain't that damn old uh he drops it on her that the relic belongs to her her boy yo yo companion george and he she's like no other than this watch i never ever 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 had anything to do with him ever even though i feel like it's common knowledge at this point i don't know what she in denial about 
<laughs> Holston figured it out in two seconds. These are not idiots. Foolish, not idiots. And then she throws poor Paul under the bus talking about, I didn't even find it. Paul's the one that found it. Paul was like, well, hold on. Uh, you don't get to speak. <laughs> Uh, sims only knows one tactic which is to harass someone until they give you what you want but that doesn't seem to work so i don't know why you keep using it over and over again (laughs) bernard pretty much shuts it all down saying well was trumbull a part of the team that could have searched george's place you know i can't give you that information bitch you know that's a yes which means he could have possibly just taken it home thinking it was a legal item we don't need to make a big deal out of this she clearly wants us to make a big deal out of this i don't think we actually need to go any further in this investigation he is effectively giving her no alternative bridge to explore the rest of the people think that the people they've accepted that they died both of heart failure there's no whispers of murder so let's go about our business i don't think it i mean we found who the true culprit is why do we need to keep looking into this further so yeah bernard totally had had uh everyone whacked (laughs) i just i'm not sure what this dance he's doing with sims is which is why i think there might be a little bit of a and there always is political factions for different political reasons and their own power struggle that i'm more interested in and that's what i'm hoping this is leading more into i do miss very much the characters from episodes one and two <laughs> i miss holston's and marns and roof so much because i am so left with the b squad um juliet despite her words of thanks to uh to paul for keeping his mouth shut decides that this is a good time to tell him he doesn't need to know because i don't trust you he puts it out there plainly bitch i got a wife and kid i have a family what you just put me in the middle of was a crime worth being sent out to clean you just heard about how someone's actions just got someone else's life hurt pursuing their own agendas and this man asked you one thing juliet be honest with me put me in the loop what at least are we doing this for if i'm going to be putting myself at risk and my family at risk can you at least tell me that it's worth it no because she's doing it for selfish ass reasons you know you can trust him because he just easily could have blew up your spot instead of simply being smart she decides to demean his symptoms and we find out he has the syndrome what causes the syndrome what are the side effects well we know the trembling the clenching why does ginger help I want to know more about the syndrome. 
and that he shouldn't be qualified to possibly be a deputy let alone a sheriff and he says i didn't lie which should have been something she should have taken note of because that probably means judicial knows if this person is as straight laced as you say they are and they clearly pull some strings i don't know why you would think to push away the one person that could fuck up your entire game by not even giving them half a truth something anything a lifeline tie it to holston whatever there's uh, (sighs) i really think she thought she had an ace up her sleeve by pointing out he had the syndrome by blackmailing him with that information but that was stupid it was very stupid she's got to be like 28 29 years old she's over here arguing and stamping her foot like a juvenile talking about you call me dishonest yeah if you're not honest <laughs> that's what you will be you will be no better than your lover if you choose not to be honest with me that's not me calling you dishonest that's you choosing to be dishonest and you've been this entire time so he goes home and then she just says shit and i don't know what kind of power that compels the men around her because lucas for some reason wants to mack on her and she's given him no reason whatsoever especially as rest in bitch face seems to be her go-to and i want to like juliet i want to but i don't really find a reason to do so other than i want to find the man that or find out what happened to my lover as if so many other bigger things are not going on and maybe that's the point maybe that's her arc that she's supposed to be this person and she manifests from there and that's fine i'll be happy when i see it but for right now as i'm going through it i'm just calling it as it is paul goes home to his wife and daughter claire they seem like they have a truly loving relationship as he worries that his daughter will get the same condition he has he said he was never alone today to take his ginger and he is grateful to have his family i do think it's interesting that they allowed someone with his condition to procreate but considering his loyalty it may outweigh the negatives that's exactly why they're wanting him into the position like he owes so much to them uh he oh he owes his his uh, wife he owes his child he owes um the opportunity he works hard to overcompensate for uh what he considers is uh something that he would never be qualified to do i would have went straight to judicial jules does not elicit loyalty whatsoever (laughs) like i got enough on my plate i don't need your shit too 
he should be i kind of feel like he should be sheriff because at least he wants to do his best which i think is going to be an issue because he comes off like a doormat but behind that cookie cutter republican vote there is an individual that has a strong world compass and i don't think that well i think it'll be interesting to see that pushed up against his gratification his absolute uh faith in the pact and the people but even when he said in judicial like i was just a person on the ground i didn't know like judge meadows i didn't talk to her sims was the closest i ever got to anyone she calls martha on the walkie-talkie and for some reason is not in a closed room and then they had the audacity to show people clearly walking around and could have overheard their conversation in the shot which made it worse because at least the other times it's like oh it's so quiet there was no one and then they just literally pan down and it's like 14 motherfuckers (laughs) all out in the open and she's talking about how her lover was murdered how she's gonna resign of course martha has to give her the pep talk and she's supposed to be doing the right thing and i'm like yeah that's that's not why she came up i think doing the right thing well that is the right thing but you should be also focusing on other things (laughs) that are looped into that so yeah right now it doesn't feel like she is this great person that i'm being told because it feels as if she stumbled into a mystery that involves her lover and ignores all elements besides him martha seems to suffer from the same thing sigourney weaver had in copycat i don't know what it's called but she she talks about how she hasn't left her her shop in years is that related to her wife's passing juliet goes back to regina accusing her of giving up george's name to judicial she says see let me think let me think and that kind of got me wondering what else have they done to this poor woman because she does admit to giving up george's name but points out that a man would show up at the foot of her bed and tell her and threaten her family's lives and tell her what she's done for the day who she's talked to and basically doing psychological terrorizing in order for her to give up every name of every person that dealt in relics until she was milked completely dry on top of the fact that they sent her mom to the mines to work so i'm not even gonna harm you i'm gonna harm someone you love and she did it because what she was supposed to stay loyal to a ghost who used me anyway you ain't got no right jewels to come into this home and judge her talking about what you gave him up and i don't give a fuck he gave me up do you not understand that he went down to mechanical to hide and then 
he left me to the wolves to be questioned for my family to be questioned for my family to be sent to the mines are you not ingesting this information about the type of person that you was sleeping with and that what you are now involved in is so much bigger than than any type of love between you two because that is irrelevant it probably wasn't even true she also turned the fan on and had like a little thing attached to it to cause like interruption because she's pointing out like she tries to keep the sounds out uh she says that they're listening and she's looking at her julia like she's crazy and i'm like girl you think that people have been murdered why would you think (laughs) that someone who doesn't have anything left to her like she has her cat she looks like she's been to the moon and back she looks stressed out she points out like i have lost everything and everyone and you point out and it's pointed out earlier that paul says being alone in the silo can be psychologically have a negative effect i believe but she also brings up that she exchanged something for the drive she never looked on it and what she got was a book that was passed down from george's mother to his aunt gloria this book has been hidden for generations passed down through the generations for some reason she decides to give this information to uh to julia but maybe she's like you know what i'm tired of all of y'all showing up at my door i don't want any reason for this hell of my life to get any worse so you know what you can have it since you want a, a mission to get yourself killed you go ahead and take this even though she took such pride in they toss my place all the time but they never find this in the mat that she has uh has a zipper hidden into which is well it wasn't a zipper no it was uh she sewed it regina was clearly talking about sims right because if there is a man it has to be him bernard possibly but he looks like he's the type that looks behind the lenses (laughs) he's a creeper but sims is the more i'll break into your home and stand at the foot of your bed and i might hate women when she gets home we learn it's a travel guide showing vistas unlike the silos uh and i can't understand why this would be well actually i do understand the state of dissonance this would cause to the current state of being i think kind of goes back to the idea of the first episode with his wife like once she saw birds and that outside it just it became the obsession kind of with uh george the way he talks about yes i actually do watch those scenes to pay attention (laughs) about how there's something bigger there's something more and now it all makes a lot of sense if you're exposed to this type of uh visualization the stimuli it's going to it could possibly if it's still bad outside cause an impotent type of uh state of um hope that i don't know could possibly be dangerous 
especially if it's an unfulfilled desire that never could be fulfilled. Um, that's possible. That's very possible. But it also could be for more uh, nefarious reasons, like just to keep the status quo. We don't want people to be dreamers. We don't want people to want and desire more to be innovative because that means we might actually be able to conquer the thing in which we do not know. But that is what the human species should do. Um, because I can also see how the fearful would be panicked by that idea. But overall, as I stated, you don't have the right to keep people uh, in the dark. Knowledge should never be curtailed and hidden then uh it's revealed yep they have cameras in the silo and all the places and a man says we need to wake him up and him i bet is bernard because as i stated he definitely feels like the peeper tom especially with those goggles tight to be uh to be creepily watching all of those cameras or or be behind that master plan and that is my uh, review and recap of the episode this week i gave it a 7.9 out of 10 just because of my frustration i don't like getting hemorrhoids as i'm watching the characters make decisions i don't know why i need to have the thrown in romance with lucas i felt like lucas could be better utilized than a romantic tool <laughs> that just seems so random and unnecessary but i do hope this finally leads to some shit that i actually care about and uh that's where i'll leave it once again if you want to send feedback biker couch at gmail.com you can leave a comment below my social media will be there as well a like share subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic Hustling, 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 hustling